Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Show podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding and powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Fund, NMLS 289, Equal Housing Lender. We've got Becky Alley on and Harry Glanz on. And of course, I'm the host, Harvey Freed, on this Wednesday's show. Welcome aboard, everyone who's watching in. And if you want to get a mortgage of your friend or family that needs a mortgage, be sure to call us at the office at Capital Mortgage Funding at 1-800-LOW-RATE, the best mortgage banker. And also, if you're calling anywhere outside of Michigan, it's 1-800-3-LOW-RATE, and you'll be able to save a lot of money on your new mortgage. Becky, boy, oh boy, are we slammed. And just even trying to find 15 to 30 minutes to knock out our Wednesday podcast is even hard. But we want to thank all the viewers and listeners. And uh, definitely, Becky, give us a vibe as Harry's going to start talking about truly the amount of volume and what's going on in the industry. Give us our vibe here on a Wednesday, halfway through, basically halfway through the end of the month here. I mean, I, my hair is on fire every day. So there's not enough hours, not enough minutes in the day for us to um, give everyone the attention that we're used to, what everyone is used to getting from us as well. I mean, so obviously there's definitely a refinance boom happening um, and purchase transactions because of that delayed pent up, um, you know, rush because of COVID, you know, now, now you have everything that's just being rushed and pushed um, for the purchase transactions too. I mean, so, you know, like our phones are going off until like midnight every, you know, every morning, you know, they're, you know, I start as soon as like 7am. I'm literally from sun up to sundown, we are grinding it out to make sure that we are getting everyone, you know, taken care of. So obviously, you know, you got cash out refinances, you have um, people really dipping into that more so than I would say than previously because homes have appreciated. And um, I'm seeing a lot of renovations done because of COVID, like we've talked about several times where how people want to utilize their space is changed. What they were now looking for, they're calling me saying, hey, can you redo my approval? Because I'm going to now look for, I'm looking for a four bedroom instead of a three bedroom and I need a little bit more money to do so. But with the grace, the good thing though, is that, um, people now have more purchase power than they ever have before. So that part is a beautiful thing. So if you're in the market, it's the best time ever. Yeah, for sure. The rates did burp up a little bit. Of course, I was away last week and we <laughs> yeah. with the government, basically the government last Wednesday, we woke up and they said, hey, to anyone refinancing, we're going to charge you another half percent. And it's a bit of a money grab. Uh, we've reached out to the congressman across the United States as our whole corporation, Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, has reached out to tell the people and the Congress people that this is a money grab. This is unfair. And it's taking a lot of equity and fees and the money out of the consumer. So there have been significant changes. And thank goodness, back as we woke up this week, and of course, today being Wednesday, the mortgage rates are pretty much holding firm on the purchase transactions. So there's great opportunities out there. And that's why we're so busy is so many of the families are scrambling to get their offers accepted and close on their purchase transactions. Yeah, to piggyback on what you're mentioning about Fannie and Freddie, I mean, I kind of like to look at it as like they came in like a thief in the night. It, there, there was no warning. And the best way to kind of describe it, it's almost like they tacked on a refinance tax. So yeah. they added what was called a half point hit to the pricing. Now, a half point hit to the pricing does not equate to a half point in your interest rate. It probably affected it between an eighth and a quarter, depending. But literally, you know, you have people that are like, oh, I'm going to wait till the rates are going to zero. Well, guess what? Literally overnight. Um, 
across the board. It's not a capital mortgage thing. It's an everybody thing. You know, on your refinance, you're probably, you, it instantly went up over an eighth to a quarter in some situations. And that has nothing to do with how the market was actually reflecting on that on particular day. I mean, so it upset a lot of people. I do think it was a little bit of a money grab. You know, people are trying to get the money and, you know, rates are so low. So obviously someone's got to, it's robbing Peter to pay Paul, but it was ill-timed in my opinion. Well, let me go ahead and jump in on the uh, refi tax and the volume piece. And I'm going to start in reverse order on the volume. Okay. Why is there a lot of volume? Because there's between 8 and $11 trillion in refinanced mortgage debt out there. And the rates are so low that it's free money. So what would you expect people to not stand in line for free money at rates in the threes? Um, so that's why the volume. If you're at a lender and they're not busy, they're not jammed up, their appraisers aren't busy, their underwriters aren't busy, their loan officers aren't busy, their entire processing staff isn't busy, you're at the wrong lender. So that's what's going to happen. So everybody needs to, from everybody at the start of the transaction, realtors need to be patient, sellers and buyers need to be patient. You are not going to close loans in volume between 21 and 30 days on purchases. Can they be done? Yes, but those are exceptions to the rules. Most purchase transactions now, and again, public service announcement for the entire industry, most transactions are over 30 days, closer to 45 on purchases, and yes, some are going out 60 days. Now, in this COVID world that we're in, couple that with the free money that's going on, everybody's standing in line, everybody busy, if you're self-employed in this COVID world and you're deriving income from either A, self-employed because you own your own business, or you're a commissioned individual, you're going to have to jump through more hoops. Everybody has to understand that. That's what's going on right now. So yes, expect all of that. If your job hasn't been interrupted, you're blessed. If you're making money and nothing has happened to you, you're blessed. But if you're like a lot of people out there and you got hammered a little bit back in March and April, then expect to provide more documentation. That's number one. Number two, the refi tax that went on last Thursday. Okay, here's the story on that. Okay, the Federal Home Loan Mortgage Corporation decided that they're going to go ahead and they're going to say anybody that's doing a refinance transaction, whether it's a rate and term or pulling cash out to pay off toxic debt, you are going to get hit. The lender is going to get hit with a 50% tax, 50 basis point tax, charging the lender if the loan doesn't close before September 1. And that translates to you, the consumer, like Becky said, an eighth to a quarter. Okay, so who should pay for that? Think about it. Does a lender pay for it? Does a borrower pay for it? That's what's going on right now is who's going to pay for that? Well, it's really, the easy answer is, it's going to be passed on to the consumer after September 1. The rates will already account for that. It is what it is. So if you've got to take a higher rate as a consumer, an eighth higher rate, if you're at four and a quarter and somebody quoted you three and an eighth, so you got to go to three and a quarter, you're still saving 1%. Why is that a big deal? It's not a big deal to you as long as you're saving money. Don't get consumed with the rate thing. And by the way, don't wait. Rates are not going to go down to zero. We probably have 90 days to close a lot of refinance transactions coupled with 
the purchase transactions that are coming at the end of the summer. Why do I say 90 days? Because what's going to happen in about 90 days from now, everybody? There's going to be an election. Who knows what's going to happen to interest rates after the election? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what's going to happen to rates tomorrow. So the bottom line is, are you waiting? What are you waiting? You need to get in line to go ahead and save money. That's the way it works. And don't complain that it's taking too long. Everybody's taking too long. If it wasn't taking long, it wouldn't be worth it. Do you remember when you used to sit, sit in that line at Cedar Point? There you go. For the, <laughs> for the Blue Streak roller coaster, the baddest, greatest roller coaster in the history of life. Were the lines really short or were they really long? They were really long because you wanted to go on. It was the most sought after ride at the time. And I'm showing my age. I like your <laughs> so, yeah, I love so the we've all been to Cedar Point in this area. You went there, you got your pass, you stood in line all day long, and you couldn't wait to stand in line again. Because only the really good rides, the ones that are really worth it, are worth waiting for. Well, right. it's the same thing. It's really worth waiting for to save money. And because everybody yep. figured it out, they're all standing in line. That's my mantra for the day. Blue Streak roller coaster, worth it, stand in line. Refinance, <laughs> save money, stand in line, and don't get impatient because you're not moving up in line. There you go. How am I doing? Oh, yeah, I mean, and, and, the, and the reality, too, is that there's a lot of things. So we work time, like day in, day out all hours of the day, nonstop. And there are things that come up on a transaction that we don't know about. For example, you pull your title, you had a bankruptcy, I don't know, six, seven years ago, you discharged a second in your bankruptcy, but no lien release was ever provided. Well, now we have to now go back almost a decade to find a lien release for a second mortgage that you discharged in a bankruptcy, but you never did a foreclosure. I mean, so these are things that are that come up that no, I would have no idea about that. Harvey would have no idea about that, and that's certainly something that you cannot wave a wand and get it to go away. You know, so yeah, a lot sure. of those nuances, Becky, that go on in any transaction, no doubt. You just brought up one. Uh, we spoke about the VA transaction we had earlier in the month, where it was a private road agreement. I've had all sorts of crazy issues come up. There's lots of little things in moving parts. Oh, it's nice. And again, about half the transactions are the easiest things we've ever touched, but that leaves the other half of the transactions where there's a lot of moving parts as we speak, appraisal, the title work, um, uh, inspections, far different things that could come up. And I actually have a great story this morning. As we were waiting an extra 12 days to receive an appraisal back on a purchase that was overbid in Becky, our buyers now, they don't want to miss out on that house. They've made six to 12 offers already. They are right. willing to overbid. When you overbid on a house, you are subject to potentially the appraisal not coming in and the buyer having to come up with a lot of additional money to make up the difference. Well, sure enough, we had one that was overbid by about 10000 and the appraisal just came in, although a couple days late, it came in at appraised value at the purchase price. Oh, wow. That's great. So I'm feeling so good. I don't want to jinx anyone else's files today, but sometimes, like Harry said, it takes a little bit of patience, said uh, Axel Rolls and Gun and Guns and Roses. Just a little patience for anything that's really worthwhile, including that unbelievable roller coaster at Cedar Point. <laughs> I wouldn't mind hitting up some roller coasters. Are they even open? I mean, yeah. I feel like Ohio, like we're like everyone's like in their own different world. I mean, I wouldn't mind some roller coasters in my life. I, I, <laughs> I say, feel like daily, I say, daily like uh, let, let's all roll. Right let's go. We're I think we're on a roller coaster now, but it's not as nice as the blue streak. Yeah. That's number one. Number two is let's go play some skee ball. 
and eat some that nasty cotton candy. What do you think about that? Yeah, that sounds know. like a Carnies good idea. Freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the volume, the volume has definitely led to delays, and of course, this refinance volume that is just taking over um, our lives. We couldn't be happier, and of course, we couldn't be happier for the consumers, our friends, our families, our past clients, with this great opportunity to save money, and especially going into potentially. Some new changes, as we don't know who is going to be the new president and what changes our economy will take, as Harry said, in the next 90 days. So get your refinance in. Anyone who's listening, your friends, your family, get your refinance transaction in. Again, deal with people that you trust. Deal with local lenders, and you'll have great results. In fact, I'd like to turn it back over to our purchase transaction, sort of maybe end our show with just give us a little bit of what's going on, the amount of volume. How do you see things shaping out here? as we really get into the end of summer and early fall? Um, I think that August, just because of what was happening, August is the new May. I'm seeing totally different transactions from you know July to August. I feel like I'm seeing more purchase agreements coming through from the beginning of August through late versus like, I mean, they're starting to come in you know, when they kind of opened up the floodgates for in May for the real estate to kind of really get out there again. But that backlog is starting to now push it through August. So I do think that with the delay, we are going to see a very strong, very busy purchase market all the way through the winter months. And I feel like we've been blessed in the point of, you know, like even this past, you know, January and February was exceptionally busy. It was almost like the purchase um, never stopped. I mean, and I feel like we're not going to see a slowdown, especially because with this whole virtual learning and whether kids are going to be going to school or not, the whole like needing to hurry up and close in, and to get your kids in the school district of, of choice, I don't think is really so much of a, of a it's not going to hold people back and it's not going to be pressuring anyone. And that's just my opinion. I feel like we're going to see very busy all the way through winter for sure. Yeah. People's uh, homes and their space and their children at home learning or even their college age students. So many parents that I've been speaking to, they just got word here that locally Michigan State is not going to open up the dorms for the freshmen, the incoming freshmen. And so many parents were thinking about, hey, I'm going to become an empty nester. Now they have to sort of go back and say, wait a minute here. I got a mm -hmm. whole house full of kids. Maybe it's time to sell. Maybe maybe I don't need to sell or maybe I need to reduce some uh, space in the house. And of course, you could take advantage of a cash out refinance. So always things changing a little bit as we still uh, really don't know where this pandemic is going to take us over the next few months. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, un you know, we're still dealing with these constant like you know, protocol changes, no one really knows what's happening. And, you know, it kind of, you got to shuck and jive a little bit. You got to roll with the punches more so than ever. And like I said, you know, like people's, uh, what they thought they're going to do on when the houses they were looking for are now changing. Because like you said, you have children, they thought were going away to school and now they're not. I mean, so you have a lot of people in tight, confined spaces that um, they weren't really ready for when it happened in March. And you know, granted, we've had some time to kind of digest the idea of it happening here in September, but it's looking like it's going to be a reality where these kids are going to be staying home more so than actually going to school. And I actually wanted to ask you, how was it in Arizona? Because obviously, like, we're sheltered, like, I only deal with Michigan, but like, you're, you know, you're sending your daughter away to college. What was that whole, like, vibe out there? Yeah, the kids, all the kids across the country now that are freshmen who have had the opportunities to move in. We saw University of North Carolina shut it down. Some of the Florida schools shut it down. We just have our fingers crossed that the numbers will continuously go down, that COVID numbers continuously go down. And as I told my daughter and her roommates last night, maybe they'll be the guinea pigs and they'll see actually how it can work safely in an environment. Um, but they are continuously social distancing and keeping their masks on. And again, 
there's a there's two or three different worlds out there. Yeah. And we just all have to figure out how it's going to work over the next few months, and time will tell. Harry. Well, I'm not Dr. Fauci or Dr. Berg, so I don't play them on the radio. The however is this, is that in March, we were kind of coming out of wintertime going into the summer. And you saw what happened going into the summer, and you just it's a sheer numbers thing. The numbers uh, have increased, and I don't understand how you could go ahead, and this is just trying to use my mathematician hat, that if you allow a lot of kids back on campus, how those numbers aren't going to go up. So my opinion is, is that I think we're in for a rough winter, but I'm just a mortgage guy. I don't know anything about that. Um, but on a math basis, if more people are getting together and they're in closer proximity, it's the numbers aren't going to go down. But that's just me. Another thing that's not going to go down, rates are not continuously going to go down. That is not going to That was a nice happen. segue. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm a pro. Anyway, so I, I just don't think rates are going to go down anymore. And I think the delay, I, I think coupled with the COVID increase in numbers going into the fall and people wanting to wait, maybe they won't be mortgageable in the fall. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I mean, they won't be. So yeah, I, mean, I think that's another wave that's coming in as well. So that's just putting my mathematician mortgage banking guy hat on. I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on the radio. And and that's the story. Becky, yeah. how about yeah, well, say, Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Um, I was just saying, I do agree with that. I feel like if, um, you know, like it, if anything, the refinance tax, right, the adverse market fee, just reiterates everything that we preach on all of our shows, podcasts, radio, that you just, the rate, you could come in one day and things are going to be completely different. We have no idea what's going to happen. We're rolling with the punches like you are, but our job is to educate you on the now. What is happening now? If it makes sense now, let's roll with it. Let's do it. And what Harry was just saying is that if the mar- if the rates do increase, you have people that their pre-approvals are now going to change because if they go up a half point, that is going to be, you know, an, a huge difference in someone's payment where someone can buy a lot more house because like it is, it's pretty much free money right now um, that's going out there. And the government is never going to allow the mortgage industry in Michigan or in any in United States, I should say, um, pay you money to have a mortgage. You know, they're going to everyone's going to have their hands in the pot <laughs> at some point in time. So um, if it makes sense now, do it. Get in line for the blue streak, the Raptor, whatever it is. Uh, hurry up and wait, but we're here to get it done for you. Yeah, I like that. Or the dragster, too. Harry, last thoughts, and we'll wrap this up. Last thoughts are this. People, you got to stay safe. You got to stay patient. And you have to be nice on transactions right now. If you don't have patience, maybe refinancing isn't for you or buying a house isn't for you. There are a lot of documents that are needed. A lot of things that have to be done on your loan. And as I've always said, good loans always close and they will close this time as well. Been through this many times before. Actually, I've been through it many times when it's been busier. So this kind of stuff doesn't get my blood pressure up. It shouldn't get anybody's blood pressure up because after all, we're going to go ahead and get you into that new house or refinance you and save you money. But most importantly, keep your family safe and healthy. That's what I've got for today. That's a great way to end the show. Definitely communication is the key to all transactions, especially in today's marketplace, as there's so many different people involved in the transaction. So if you're a real estate agent, mortgage banker, buyer, seller, make sure you're constantly communication with your team to make your transaction go smooth. smooth. And of course, Becky, we remember in February as we did that uh, show, I wrote into the show at the end of February that there's a strange pandemic out there. And boy, oh boy, it could really take place. And we chuckled about it back. 
And sure enough, it wasn't more than three or four weeks later where the world had changed on us. So yeah. as you mentioned, things can change awfully quick. All right, guys, that's another wrap here on the Hardcore Mortgage Show podcast brought to you every Wednesday. We want to announce we're going to have Amber Yacklin on on our Saturday show. It's on 97.1 The Ticket here in Detroit. So you can check us, uh, check us out on radio.com at 97.1 FM, the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. I'm Harvey Freed for Harry Glanz and Becky Alley. We'll see you Saturday morning.